Welcome to The Sale Ring, a podcast dedicated to real estate brokers, agents, and America's top auctioneers that keep the markets moving. Join your hosts, Sean and Trina, as they talk with most successful realtors, marketing and technology experts, investors, and influencers. This show is devoted to all industry professionals looking to up their game and stay up to date. Welcome to The Sale Ring. All right, so we're okay. back in the studio, and we're talking with uh, a technology expert at United Country Real Estate, Mr. Jim Nowak, is yeah, joining Trina yeah. and I. Jim, thank you Welcome for coming back. in. Yeah, uh, Expert is dubious, but I'll take it. Let's get that <laughs> mic right in front of his face. All right, can yeah. you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. All right, is that better? All right. Yes. And you may, you can turn it towards you. Like, yeah. there you go. Just, right. they're perfect. So... <clears throat> One of the topics, and we're going to dive right into this. Jim's been gracious to give us a little bit of time. We wanted to talk today about Google, uh, which is the number one search engine website, right? That's uh, that's the predominant that's the search engine. If you say, well, what's the search engine on the internet? It's Google. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's not Bing. It's not uh, Yahoo. Those are kind of secondary. Google is by far and away the gorilla in that it's space. Yeah. yeah, it's become so, uh, what's the word for it? Um, uh, it's a noun all by itself. It, I mean, right. just Google it. Yeah. Or I'm just going to Google verb, it. Not a, not a noun. Yeah. yeah. yeah Wrong I, English phrases. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I got my degree at Google. Could yeah. be a verb. Yeah. I just said it's a verb, not a, a noun. Reverb. A reverb. A reverb. Yeah. But so as we talk about this, um, why is that relevant? If I'm in the real estate business, the auction business, why why do I care how Google ranks? Because if you know these intricacies and the way that the algorithm kind of works and what these, what do they call them, uh, Jim, web crawlers, spiders? Spiders, like, yeah, crawlers. The web crawl. yep. So if you know what they're looking for, then there's things on your end you can do to enhance your ability to get on page one and then to rank higher on page one. Yeah. You know what's amazing to me is that the reality is, in technical circles, uh, you know that that you might run in, we get into all these terminologies and all of these things that oh, Google changed their algorithms and blah blah blah, and this is how they changed it. But the reality is, the goal, the goal of Google of of being another search engine and all of them is to read your web pages and understand your content, read your the searches that you might put in and understand your searches as good as a human being. Mm -hmm. That's the ultimate goal right there is to be able to provide and find content, read your content as if the search engine is as if Google were a human being doing this, you know, trillions of times a day. Yeah. And that's and that's what Google's trying to replicate it as is. it goes out. It says, I I want to be this this human being. What am I looking for? Right. Is it, and we can talk about some strategies towards the bottom of this is, is it easy to navigate and is it content rich? And is it, you know, mm -hmm. it's things that would be important to a human, a viewer out there, right? Right. And that's the whole intent of building these algorithms is to replicate that. Yeah, it's, it's so this is the reason why when you say, um, um, you know, hey, hey, Google, or what's what's the phrase? Uh, and Alexa, 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 yeah. you know, or Siri or whatever, uh, yeah. uh, whatever, put my, put laundry detergent on my shopping list. Mm -hmm. 
what's happening there is that there's some algorithm, some computer in there that is grabbing the different keywords that you are that you are putting on there. And I could have swore I put that on mute. You did not. That's all right. You got the opportunity yeah. right now. <laughs> well, I did put it on mute. All right. Sorry about that. So the the reality is, is it's grabbing certain keywords that are in the search. I mean, I I know that if I want to find, you know, I'll use laundry detergent again or how to mute my phone. Um, how All I have to do is put into a search engine how mute phone. Yeah. Right. And it'll fill in the blanks for you. And it'll yeah. fill in mm-hmm. the blanks for you. But and that's exactly what's happening when you say. Hey, Siri, mute my phone. Mm -hmm. All Siri is looking for is mute my phone, phone, you know, Mm -hmm. and and it associates mute and phone together. And that's the most common search or request. And and then it just migrates to right. And and so it's just the key words is what we're looking what I'm talking about there. Even in so. So there's keywords, you know, on your Web pages and there's keywords on your, you know, what you're asking Google to find for you and uh, the the algorithm fills in the blanks and trying to understand all of it as if it were a human being trillion times a day. <laughs> so I'm reading this article on, I've got it up on the monitor in front of us. <clears throat> um, and it's, uh, it's very well articulated. This company did a great job of just, mm-hmm. just kind of writing. It says every page gets rated according to Google's opinion of its authority of its authority and usefulness to the end user, which is exactly what you just said, is how useful is this page? You know, is it just a, a clump of just stuff, you know, that it's it's not organized, it's not is content rich? Is it actually going to tell you how to mute your phone at any point in time when you get there? Yeah. <laughs> and is it going to articulate it yeah. appropriately? Right. And has it got a lot of content in it? So Well, and seeing the keyword there that I think you, you kind of glossed over was the word authority. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I am Verizon Wireless... That's my website. Obviously, I have authority and understanding of cell phones. Mm-hmm. You know, we're using the how to meet my phone yeah. uh, uh, search as, a, as an example. So if, if uh, Verizon is saying, well, this is how you mute your phone, well, then well, that's got authority on that topic, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, why does it have authority? Well, because it's well known that Verizon is... An authority on cell phone care, you know, carrying yeah. cell phone it's services. It's got credibility. It's got credibility. Yeah. So why am I talking about that? Well, if you're a real estate agency or your uh, auction agency has uh, credibility in the industry, you need to broadcast that. Mm-hmm. And there's several ways of doing that. You can do it through LinkedIn. You can say, hey, this is my LinkedIn address. This is my Facebook address. Uh, these are awards that I've received and you, and you link back to the award giving the award mm-hmm. giver, and you can carry in some of that domain authority. That's what we're talking about there. And the higher your domain authority, then the higher Google, then the more Google and Bing will know that they can trust you to provide good content. You know, this almost, so someone's asking, well, how do I auction my farm? Hey, that's a good question. How do I auction my farm? Well, it's going to go to the one that has the authority to give and provide that answer. Cause Who sells the most farms at auction yeah. in this area. They're kind of the authority, the yeah. auction authority in this right. area. Right. And the one that has the... But how does Google know that, right? I mean, you it's not going... I don't believe it's going to count how many auctions you've done. No. It really doesn't know it's that It's not going to know that information because you don't have, ever post what's sold usually. But what about, what about content? Like, let's say listings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I you have 
10,000 listings in here and, and the competitor to you has 100 listings, isn't that going to help with your you know, in credibility? Most, in most cases, I'm going to say no. Um, it's uh, because, because anybody can have listings and postings on their website, right? What, they're, what Google's going to look for more is, A, are you a real human being? Mm-hmm. LinkedIn can, can help for that, especially one that's been updated. Well, let's talk about that real quick. Yeah. How? I, I have a LinkedIn account. How okay. can that help my brokerage website? Well, on your website, you would have a link to, hey, and visit me on LinkedIn. Yeah. It just shows that you're a real person behind, you know, with but, all these social But even channels. that, though, yeah. could be a bot, right? Yeah. It could. We mm-hmm. could have a Sean Terrell bot on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and uh, and it's fake. Uh, so they're going to look for recent updates on, on LinkedIn. Okay. You know, and when you say that link, just the, the small social media icon at the bottom, is that significant oh, enough absolutely. to say, find me on LinkedIn? Yeah, it is. It is. It absolutely is. Uh, as a matter of fact, a lot of times you don't put that on there for the purposes of the person reading the web page. Yeah, you don't really want that person to go look you up on LinkedIn. You want them to call you and, you know, whatever. You want Google to go look you up on LinkedIn is what, yeah. You're giving authority to yourself yeah. by saying, hey, Google, this is me on LinkedIn. Okay. This is me on Facebook. Uh, name a, a, a auction uh, certification. What it, I'm, like I'm, CAI, Certified you, Auctioneers Institute. Go. And here I am on uh, Certified Auctions Institute. Or, yeah, or the NAA. I'm a member of the NAA or whatever right. that is. Yeah. And I'm, an official, mem- I'm a, an official member over here, and I'm an official member over there. Yeah. Those are very, very important to Google, because, and, it, and to you ultimately, because it t- says that I am indeed an authority on auctioning farmhouses. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. 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 And so that, so, you know, you quickly read that paragraph. But the most important word to me that I saw in there was yes. the word authority. More authority than usefulness. Okay. <laughs> right. All right. Yeah. Um, this is interesting. Down below here, it talks a little bit about natural language um, processing. processing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. NLP. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, NLP, uh, natural language processing. So that's a most recent update that uh technological update that is still being built even today is natural language processing the ability for a computer to actually listen to your voice and understand what you're what you're saying mm-hmm. and it's and it, you know and it, it's all artificial intelligence and everything but uh when you type in uh now given our example before how mute phone you know mm-hmm. What you're actually saying is, how do I mute my phone? Well, natural language processing understands that and can figure that out in your, in your query. It used to be that the only way to search, how can I mute my phone, is that you just wanted to put in how mute phone. And then it would find a website somewhere that says, this is how you mute your phone. Yeah, it, it would, would have it would, those it words would, in it, it would, in right, that order one-to-one somehow. matching yeah. on those words. Well, now natural language processing... Uh, see, there's other ways of asking or talking about how to mute your phone. To find your mute button on your phone, here's how you, you know. Here's what you're looking for. Where's like my that? mute button? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so it's uh, looking to match up those keywords, and then probably how they're organized. Like, in what order do you mm-hmm. say them? But right? but it's also finding uh, tangential kind of content. Like, where is my mute button? Yeah. Okay. If you say, "How do I mute my phone?" It'll find the web page also that says, where's my mute button? Mm-hmm. It didn't have it. So in other words, it used to be that the, that the web page had to directly 
have one-to-one word correlation with what you were searching. That's no longer the case. Also, natural language processing involves things like if I type in um, MO for, you know, Missouri, the state of Missouri, um, Google and Bing, they know that I mean Missouri, you know, especially if I do it in all caps. Yep. Um, I can type out Missouri. I can type out MO. I can type out, you know, uh, what AK, that's Alaska, I believe. Yep. And, or yep. I can type out Alaska, A-L-A-S-K-A. It's all the same. Um, you are, you're, you know, the apostrophe, oh, R-E. Yeah. Like slang words. And right. Like that. Um, so it, it will understand Sean's Oklahomese, huh? What are you talking about? Talking about the weird way you talk, man. We've talked about it on the show many times. <laughs> Y'all shut up. <laughs> but that's natural language processing. It yeah. understands it's trying to read what you're saying as if it were a human being. Nice. In in different ways of saying it, stating in different. So let me ask you this. Even, we're you talking know. about real estate brokerages, auctions. So if I'm an end user, if I have a website and I'm loading listings or an auction it's important to use different phrases that get you that that the question that you would want to be found in land for sale in kansas yeah but somebody may actually be searching are farms available in kansas so i need to somehow write that differently in the body copy not only do you need to you want to you must Mm -hmm. because if i say oh here we go again we got an emergency broadcast going yeah. on. Uh, all right, so ladies I, and gentlemen, right. <laughs> this is from the emergency yeah. broadcast systems. Okay, I, I'll answer. I apologize. Uh, carry on, base. Just a second. Okay, you're fine. Well, so the, what, so what, the point yeah. I was making is like when we start to we're talking about getting better SEO or search engine optimizing your rankings and and practices when you're loading a listing. It's not just putting that listing in one way, like uh, um, farm auction or let's say land auction in Texas, Ford County, yeah, Kansas. Yeah, yeah, and where I was going with this. Cropland it, available for sale, yes. Ford County, Kansas, yes. because people may ask that question differently on Google. Right. Well, not only that, but if you say, uh, you know, land auction and blah, 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 land auction, and blah, 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 land auction, and blah, blah, You know, in other words, you've got the, the phrase land auction several times in the same paragraph. It's like overdone. Mm-hmm. That's called keyword stuffing, yeah. and that'll actually penalize you. Okay. So, in other words, write your content naturally. Yeah. That's the whole point that I'm trying to drive home here is that is that if you're reading it back to yourself and it just sounds cringy, like you're just trying to oversell it, the sell the yeah. thing. You probably have done too much. You've probably done it wrong. Mm-hmm. And 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 I tell people, you know, get up, walk away from what you just wrote, go have a cup of coffee, smoke a cigarette, whatever, <laughs> go back to it and read it again. And and if it sounds cringy, you've probably done it wrong. Um, Google. We just recently made an update in our on our systems um, where we had at the footer um, property for sale in Arkansas, property for sale in Alaska, mm-hmm. property for sale in you know, and we just said blah, 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 property for sale, property, and we went through all fifty states like that. That was keyword stuffing. It used to be in the industry that that was 
you wanted to do that. Yeah, you wanted it to show up on all those different states the same way. So if somebody right. searched for it, that's what showed up. Well, let there. me guess. Google changed it. Google Did changed that work algorithm. at one time? Was that the right thing to do at one time? At one time, that was the right and thing And then to they do. changed their algorithm, mm-hmm. and they, they call that stuffing now, which yep. who doesn't like stuffing? So we had to change it to where it said property for sale at the top, yep. and then we listed all the states. Mm. And Google understands that that's what we mean. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So you want to uh, change it up a bit. You want to say uh, land auction and then go on and say great cornfield that we're having for sale. And uh, I don't know, change it up. Well, just from like the consumer side, I would think most offices or most you know agents and auctioneers would want that anyway, just to make their property sound like you're talking you're you're explaining it out to somebody you're not just listing a bunch of bullet points on yeah. what it has it's why is that important to this property yeah and if i'm having a personal conversation if sean if you're having a personal conversation with me and you have an auction and they've got i don't know gun safes and uh farm equipment and everything you're not going to go along and say yeah and we're and auction for this and you're not going to throw in the word auction and we're going to hold an auction times, and we're yeah. going to hold an auction and we're going to hold an auction as you list each and every item you want to break it up and make it sound natural. Sound like we're actually having a conversation yes. about it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that is the tenth goal. time you say that, somebody's going to stop listening. All right. To look, I it's get like, it. You're having an auction. So are you I'm guys having an auction? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's just you know, it's when someone cut telemarkets me and I, and I tell them. Um, well, I'm really not interested. Well, you know, I understand your point. And then they continue on and try to say, yeah, well, it's not going to work for me. I know, but can I give you a call tomorrow? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Let me ask you this question. When we're, so you're loading listings into, into the back end, into bullseye, populate on a website. And that's a, that's a program that allows United countries listings to populate. And there's an area for like key features. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there was a period of time where we were training on key features to put in land for sale, Clay County, Missouri, land auction, Clay County. Right. You know, stuff. And there was a lot of Not redundancy in there. Anymore. So that uh, due to this this updated Google algorithm changes, don't do that anymore. Right. Now, think of it like this. If, uh, if, <laughs> if I wrote a book called Auctions, mm-hmm. okay, and I put on the title you know, auctions and everything you need to know. All right. Just throwing that out there. You know that within the pages of that book is going to be everything about what? Auctions. Auctions and everything you need to know, right? Yep. Well, in web pages, we have the same kind of idea that they have the H1 tag. It's, you know, this is back-end technical stuff, but the main header title of your web page is auctions and everything you need to know. Mm Mm-hmm. It is assumed by Google that everything inside that web page is going to relate to what that title says, Mm -hmm. to that header, auctions and everything you need to know. So if you say I have an auction in, uh, I don't know, Oklahoma, town, whatever, then it's assumed that this is all about an auction in this Oklahoma Mm -hmm. town. Okay. So you don't need to say it again because it's already been said. And then further, if you break it down and you can say, uh, farm equipment as a header below that, right? It'd be like yeah. you're, you're mm-hmm. naming your chapter farm equipment. Mm-hmm. Well, now everything underneath that farm equipment chapter title is going to be about what? 
farm equipment farm auctions. Farm equipment yeah. auctions because now it's yeah. got the auctions in the you're title. You're creating some hierarchy. Equi- exactly. Just so. like you're writing a book. Exactly. Right? Just or like any that. paragraph just at all. Indexing yeah. everything. Exactly. And, yeah. and Google, the search engines, they do not miss that point. Yeah. They get it. They get it. You do not need to repeat yourself. So they do change to answer that first question. Here's the question for you, Jim. Is So how often, if you look at Google, how often are they going to make these changes, whether they're minute kind of ranking changes or radical changes? What time is it? <laughs> is it that frequent? I mean, are they doing I, it on the hour? Or? You know, I, I the frustrating part about it in the industry, I think, is when and what and, and what are they going to change? Uh, because the moment you get something an idea in your head, they pull the carpet out from underneath mm-hmm. you. At least that's the way it's felt in the past, which is why I, I started off this thing by saying that Google's goal is to read your web pages like a human being. I think if you can just follow that adage, you're probably safe with all of these Google changes. Now, that being said, it, and I think the article points out that they change, uh, do major changes into in their algorithm quarterly. And they do, um, uh, they can all, and they can do little minor changes almost daily. Yeah. I, I, I would go with that. Um, but again, all of those goals, all of the, I mean, all of those changes are pushing them closer and closer to this goal of being able to read it like a human being. Right. And frankly, I think they're there now. They're just fine tuning it, but, uh, that's, that's the goal. And I, and I think if you just, if you, if when you're putting together your listings and your web pages, that if you just keep that in the back of your mind, reading it like a human being, how would I, as a human being discuss this topic with another, another human, human being? being. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, and ultimately, like I said, like that's who your audience is, is another human being. It is. Sure. Take Google out of the equation. So why wouldn't you talk online like you're talking to another And don't being? forget that Google is another business. Yeah. Every business is out there to do what? Make money. <laughs> Make money. Yeah. Yeah. And Google makes its money when it provides quality uh, uh, search A quality results experience, yeah. That, that the user is looking for. That's when they make their money. So... So uh, we have to fall in line with with that and realize it. They're not just a they're not a, 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 a utility. Yeah, you know, like like the they're electric the company. company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So know. to recap what you just said, you know, there there may have minor changes as frequent as daily, mm-hmm. um, you know, or weekly, but uh, about once every quarter, you can get a larger change and then yeah, i think they're predicting a lot of that at least according to this article yeah. is based on because they don't really announce when they're doing this no actually they do oh they do they, they okay do. well this it, says the, that they this says that they can't predict the changes but they'll base this on historical data of well, when they have occurred. well i knew we knew that uh come all right let me put it like this we knew that the january february march time frame during that time there was a particular update to Google that was coming. Mm-hmm. And this one actually had to do with um, uh, your your uh, desktop and the performance of a web page. Mm-hmm. We knew that these were coming. Okay. But we did, but to the article's point, though, that you're, 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 you've got here is that we didn't know if it was, we didn't know it would be February 15th, let alone March 15th or, or January 1st. Yeah. We had no idea the actual the, date. Yeah. We just knew in this time frame it was coming. Okay, so gotcha, gotcha. So there is a little bit of a roadmap. So they don't they, always pre-announce them, but no, but there is a. They don't. 
there is a roadmap that you can go and find on on the internet that this is what Google has in mind. This is coming. Uh, it's just a matter of actually when, mm-hmm. and you know, so. But Google doesn't. Um, they don't. There's no phone number you can call and say, okay, exactly how do you do this? Yeah. Well, that's what I was about to ask is how does a normal person just keep up with all these updates and, and, and all the changes that are being made? Yeah, there's, a, there's white pages on there that get very technical. Yeah. Um, which, you know, part of my job, I, I believe, is trying to summarize it all into a simple thing that anybody can yeah, well, consume. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, again, that's why I go back to that, you know, read it like a human being that mm-hmm. kind of thing. This is kind of interesting. It talks about minor algorithm changes. Mm-hmm. Um, between five to nine minor when updates minor updates every day. It says uh, in 2018 there were over 3,200 changes to the way that it ranks. Yeah. It searches. It does ranks. not surprise me. <laughs> but the broad core algorithm updates. This one is interesting. That uh, to me that they they give them names. They put yeah. fancy handles on them like panda or penguin. Or, right. Rank brain. Bird. So. Yeah, I heard a bird, actually. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's that kind of, again, they're, they're, they, they do publish bird. a little bit of a roadmap. It, but it's, you know, it's not something that you have to go and search for it and you have to find it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. purposely go look for it. But they don't broadcast it a little, you know, yeah. over much. So. Yeah. So what factors does Google consider when ranking websites? Well, we've talked a little bit about content, page content. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, again, this goes back to, um, I'm looking down towards the bottom here, the key, see, keyword stuffing, broken links, internal links, you know. Oh, those things can so hurt you. Yeah. Um, but you know, the thing is, is that they used to say, there used to be a phrase in, in the industry that's still very true, and that is content is king. Mm-hmm. Uh, content is king is still very true, but it's been broadened um not only is it my content on my web page is king but the content that i have that is associated to my web shared page, content my shared okay. content mm-hmm. like linkedin facebook mm-hmm. uh youtube uh, yeah, don't forget like, youtube whenever we post this podcast this article that we're reading right now will be probably linked in there so that'll probably help yeah. us a little bit yeah, we, yeah should, but we should do that. The, yeah. the point being, though, is that um, things interlinking amongst themselves, that's part of the content now. Mm-hmm. You know, if I put out a YouTube video, okay, let, let's use a, you know, a real estate listing again. As an example, uh, if you have a real estate listing, the content uh, the, pertaining to that actual listing is, is of course, extremely important. Mm-hmm. But if I have a video of a walkthrough on that property... That's more content. It's on another yeah. web page. It's on another website. But if I'm interlinking the two, the YouTube video links to the uh, listing, the listing links to the YouTube video, hey, that's more content. They show yeah. it as additional content. Exactly. And now we're going to add a map or something else and get that. Right. Yeah. Now we got a map over here. This is a map where you can find it. That's so let's clarify content. that because I think that's important. What you're saying is for um, to gain to gain trash traction, on ranking your website. Don't want to gain any trash, no. <laughs> no trash, just traction. <laughs> just traction. Traction only. But to gain traction, to get to get higher rankings, additional content doesn't actually have to be housed on your website. No. It could be linked to um, uh, Google, or uh, not Google, but um, 
what do we just say? You, YouTube, YouTube right? Facebook, yeah. any, anything, any other website that's not yours. Exactly. That's yeah. interesting. I think that's great advice. I've been mm-hmm. calling that uh, my three-legged stool, if, if you will, as far as real estate listings are concerned. And it's the same thing can apply to auctions. Uh, is that if, especially if it's you, you expect it to be a high dollar kind of item, uh, you have your listing. That's one piece of content and one leg of the stool. Now, the listing is going to have details about the property. Yeah. You know, does it have a swimming pool, three bedrooms, two bath, you know, whatever. The description. The description mm-hmm. uh, gets very detailed uh, or down into the details. Now, for a video link here, you know, you can see the link to the to the YouTube video now. Now, the YouTube video yeah. is going to have a link back to the to to the property description. Mm-hmm. So there's two legs of the stool, and the YouTube video is very informative. Walks someone through the house. Then the third leg is an article. Now, this article can tell the story. Uh, you know, I mean, could you imagine the story on the four sixes? I mean, my goodness. You mean like a blog article or something? A blog like article, uh-huh. right. Um, the property that we sold when we moved out here, you know, we had a, a patio that we just loved, right? Mm-hmm. And the patio, uh, it, it kind of was up above the the uh, the terrain a little bit, and it felt like you were sitting in a tree house. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. just that well done. Well, that is a story I could relate in an article. Mm-hmm. You know, the owner of the place felt like you know, on the patio, that was their favorite place. They felt like they were sitting in a tree house. Yeah. You know, that is H1 a, tag living, sitting in a tree house. <laughs> living in the trees. Yeah. But that is the article that tells the story of the property. Then now that's content that you could shove it into a property yeah, description. You that, could. Yeah. That but sounds it's, like a lot. Stuff too. it. Yeah. You could, but stuff it's, it in it's, there? it's not like stuff really, you know, no, it's like, just you know, three of these things belong together to, mm-hmm. you know. So anyway, the three legs of the stool, and and that's very effective. For, what about for what about SEO. photographs? Oh, photographs. Uh, the thing about photographs, uh, images are always helpful, um, but uh, we need to describe there's what that photo what is. that yeah. photo mm-hmm. is. You don't say, oh gosh, we, we were so guilty of this in the days past, but you can't do this anymore. <laughs> uh, and that is. Um, uh, uh, oh, I don't know. You say something in the photograph like uh, people really enjoy sitting on the on the patio, blah blah blah, uh, at you know one two three Main Street, and, yeah. and you know, and, and just a full description of the right. property. All we over were again we were putting photo. in things more like what search terms would be in the photograph describing uh, Clay County, Missouri farm. Yeah, yeah. one. Clay County, Missouri Farm too, Two, or right. farm from Clay County Farm from the north, Clay yeah. County Farm from the south. But when you think yeah. of the hierarchy of the page again, it's an auction. This is an image of. This is obviously an, an image of right. of, mm-hmm. of an auction. Mm-hmm. So you think of that hierarchy. You don't have to say it's an auction again. What you do say is the this front is door of yeah. Yeah. of uh, you know one two three Main Street. You okay. Know, or you know the 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 combine. Mm-hmm. the back back view of the combine so know? is there any advantage to the photographs is that a fourth leg under that stool as photographs or part, do you really just kind of see that as a necessity but not adding a tremendous amount of value yeah, it's it's part of the content of the of the of the listing okay the con- yeah, it's just part of the content. and then the last one i'll ask you about when you're loading that is documents supporting mm-hmm. documents attachments mm-hmm. you know does that help any with seo um, or you know that's a great question. I th- I think the the best thing to do with that is is you know the in I'm mean, a little wax a little technical here, but inside of the um, 
the description of what the document is. The document heading. Mm-hmm. You might. Well, I'm talking about the, no. there's the, a the link, title. There's a link to the document, right? Yeah. yeah. And you might add into the, a description of what is the document. That's yeah. that's what I mean yeah. is when you're putting the document. So in most programs, when you save a document, you title or put a heading on that document. This is the property information packet or this is the lead-based paint disclosure right mm-hmm. right but could you change that heading or that title to have value for seo by lead-based yeah paint. well I, like I um know. for, for you know farm at lbp blah, disclosure yeah. for one two three south broad home at home for sale i don't know County, yeah. if that would really help with honestly you know i'm just gonna put it out there i really don't know if that would actually help with seo purposes but it does help with the usability of the page mm-hmm. uh, where someone is more engaged with the page because they're digging in and finding more well and that's that's something else i was going to bring up that would help more probably keeping somebody on your page longer which probably ultimately helps your seo in the in the long term right yeah uh, yeah the amount I'm, of time somebody stays there i um, finding the page is one thing but um staying on the page adds to that like clicking through other things on the page and going back yeah it shows that there's value there and that someone is sticking around to find that value i read an article the other day that said um and it was talking about an industry and the top 25 searched websites in that industry the average duration on page and it was trying to think if it was the travel industry or the hospitality industry but the average duration was two and a half minutes Mm -hmm. for the top 25 websites yeah, you know, the sad part about all of this, too, is that all of that carefully written content that you sweated over and that you, yeah. you know, and you had so many smoke breaks because you're still <laughs> writing it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> nobody yeah. reads it. Yep. Yeah. No. You're doing it for, it's, it's it, for self-preservation, right? You're, nobody reads it. I mean, now when I say nobody reads it, initially... They won't read it, mm-hmm. but and, you better get the you better get the important bits of information up to the top. Yes, because yeah. yes. if you bury them down, you know, on page two or three, they're not. Well, this is why yeah. lists are really helpful. Uh, you know, bulleted lists. Um, this is why um, uh, headlines. You know, the H twos and the H. You know, all those industry terms we just throw out there so quickly. That's why they are important because it grabs the user's eye. Now, who is actually reading that web page? Google is. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And and Google is reading it so that they can drive users to your web page. So now now I say they don't read it, but here's a case where they will read it. After you've captured their attention with all of those headlines. Yeah. They're and like, everything, oh, I need to know more about this. I, I'm exactly. going to dig in. And, yeah. Exactly. Or, hey, honey, check this out. You yeah. know, and this yeah. is a great property. Let's, now they're going to read the whole dang thing. Yeah. But initially, though, nobody... They don't initially read it. They just, they're scanning it. So the important thing, the important information really does need to be highlighted. So the on-page content, and here's four points, and these seem to me like based on everything you're telling us, Jim, these are very relevant. Mm -hmm. How unique is your content? Is it different? Is it unique? How helpful? Mm -hmm. Is it informative? Uh, How in-depth is the content? Did you go a little bit deep? Into yeah. that, you know, and tell something about it. And then how attractive is the page to the end user? Is it, you know, is it all just crunched together in one long paragraph? Or is it actually separated out by uh, H1 header and then H2, you know, and, and you start inventorying. Basically, this is the, 
Uh, let's talk about the outside of the home. Let's talk about the inside of the home. Let's mm-hmm. talk about the acreage. And you've got it broken out where it's very attractive yeah. and you can articulate it appropriately. Absolutely. And, and the unique thing, too, is you, um, the one that grabbed me on the, all of those is the unique content. Mm-hmm. Um, in other words, you don't want to go and copy and paste from someone else's listing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, and, and, and here's a good one for you, for your audience is you don't want to copy and paste from your own listings. Mm-hmm. Now, when is someone going to do that? When they have, uh, I don't know, a hundred acre plot that or a hundred acre piece of land is maybe an original homestead that's getting ready to sell, but they're breaking it up. You can't, you don't want to copy the content from plot one to plot two and plot yeah. two to plot mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. Each one of those needs to be, have its own unique content to be more effective. Yeah, Understandable. Jim, you've been gracious with your time. I know you're needing to run. So before you get out of here, before you leave, give us um, give us five things that we should focus on when loading. And this is not just for United Country. If you're a brokerage, if you're an auctioneer or a real estate broker, you get a brand new listing, you're going to load that and you're trying to get your website and your listings and just overall, what are the five primary points that we should focus on to get our uh, websites to rank a little bit higher? Well, your main title, number one, uh, your main title is your is Google's most important set of keywords. That is that determines the whole page's focus. Mm-hmm. So you want to craft that sixty words or less as articulate as you can, and I mean, no. 60 characters, 60 characters or less, yeah. not 60 words. Yep. Like, that's a lot of words. Yeah. <laughs> we can write paragraphs Man, that's, for 60 That's words. a long title. Yeah. We like to say 60 <laughs> characters or less. I mean, you could yep. do your whole page in H1, but that's actually going to hurt you and, mm-hmm. and, and not help. <laughs> but as 60 characters or less, get that in the, in the main title. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, uh, auction, Oklahoma, what city region, uh, what's the main thing that we're farm equipment, you know, yeah, it's got keywords yeah. in it. Yeah. Right. Farm equipment auction in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And then if you can break up the description as, as much as you can, maybe they've got farm equipment, they've got a homestead, they've got, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know, a, a corn bin, um, fill in the blanks. Uh, each one of those can be its own, um, H2, its own header two layer two of, information right and then you describe that uh, so what well, that's two items <laughs> three interlinking uh, you want to be able to link to your own website um, um, if it's if this is lot one hey check out lot two and now you link to lot two lot or, two mm-hmm. and, and oh and by the way check out lot three and, and you interlink or all of them click here for the online auction whatever that might be yeah. so linking strategies linking, linking strategies back and, and forth it's among, amongst itself you want to give as much information to uh and this is point four much information to google as and to your users as, as you can uh you know shoot a lot of a lot of things people forget is they're there they're not linking to the local commerce uh what is it the uh, local uh, oh gosh it's slipping my mind Every, oh, like a chamber of commerce, chamber of commerce or yes. local airports or local, you right. know, whatever. Why not? Fair boards or just, you know, depending on what the property type exactly. is. Exactly. Of course. Things that are high traffic websites that are, you should note. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Link to those guys and, um, or, or to, I don't know, just think of strategies. Well, that's that number way. three on here. How, uh, how in depth is your content? How, how much, 
how much content. And I think that that plays into that is you're, you're giving more, like if I'm selling a home in Smithville, Missouri, where I live, you know, tell me a little bit about the community and yeah. things in there, yeah. and then maybe a link strategy into those, uh, the chamber of commerce or yeah, yeah the or, city yeah, of like Smithville. Yeah, like the lake, the lake right the there. The lake, Smithville yeah. Lake. Yeah. And, and the park system right there, all right. that stuff. Yeah. Right, right, yeah, um, right near, uh, you know, I used to live in a house that was near uh, Maidu Park in Roseville, California, you know, so that would be something that I would put into my, yeah. to my listing description. And for your fifth one, and let's, let's take, because we're talking primarily about listings, but this is really about, if your website's, uh, website, <laughs> if your website's not being found, there's a good chance your listing's not going to be yeah. found. Right, so right. what about articles and blogs, like news articles oh, and blogs? Yes. Are they still relevant? Is oh, that gosh. still a great strategy? Uh, yeah, uh, it was, it's amazing. We had one site uh, that, um, you know, that the, we're trying to, you know, bring it, boost into the rankings. We posted one article a, a, on that site, uh, one blog article, and boom, we were, we were getting those, those keywords that were posted in that. And you could find it using those specific keywords that we were targeting. Yes, blog articles are very important, especially if you can get them on other sites and yeah. linking back mm-hmm. to your site. So absolutely. Very good. Yeah, we have one guy that was writing, that took a challenge. He wrote an article, a, I think it was an article a week. You're talking about Rob? Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. He wrote one for us, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I asked amazing. him at our, our convention. I'm like, hey, Rob, I hear He's you've a good got writer a challenge too. going on. I would like to <laughs> add my name to that hat, please. Super effective. <laughs> Pepsi yeah. challenge. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, super effective. And, it you know, you don't have to be, uh, you know, Stephen King to write these articles. No, that's you don't. Right. You just need, you know, the thing it is, and this is something that a lot of people don't realize, there is more knowledge locked up inside of your head that you think is common everyday stuff because for you it is common everyday stuff, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But for me, you know, Sean, you know stuff about auctions that is just, you know, you don't even think about it. It's just yeah, common sense stuff. Yeah. But when you're talking to me about auctions, I've never stepped on an auction yeah. platform. What I don't is a buyer's premium? What, what are we talking about right, right now? I like, think, I think we do when we've stuff, been in yeah. an industry for a long time, and not just auctions, anybody in any yeah. industry yeah. or in any environment uh, we take for granted what we've seen or heard, yeah, or absolutely the stories and just the the thoughts, and we take it for granted. It's like, ah, oh, they're not really going to care about that. When you ask me, believe to do it or this. not, some of that stuff's kind of interesting to people <laughs> that have never been around it before, if they enjoy learning. When yeah. you asked me to do this, on you know, I thought I was thinking, well, I don't, what can I share? Well, there's things locked up inside of me that, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, yeah. just common everyday stuff for me, but is very useful for others. You share what we tell you to share. <laughs> <laughs> but three paragraphs, four paragraphs of that commonsensical stuff that's locked yeah. up inside of your head, you have no idea how valuable that would be to the common user on the website. Not only that, but use it to promote yourself and your wins and things like that. Like um, yeah. every time we, we do this podcast right here, I write a blog article. Yeah. And it's just a little recap of what we talked about, but it goes out on our websites on three different websites. You know, like that's, bam, bam, bam. She's making a great point because every day that you leave your house, something happens. I don't yeah. know if it's a butterfly lands on your glasses or... You know, a black cat crosses the street in front of you, whatever. But there's something that you could sit down and write a little short story about. So mm-hmm. there's, it's it's the time element. And I think you hit the nail on the head. I think a lot of times people say, I, I don't know what to write about. Well, you could write about a million things right now. Yeah. yeah, but I just don't know if it's relevant to anybody. 
it's better than nothing. You yep. know, you know, you there's write, the there's the thing behind it is it's better than not writing anything. And you know, you write four paragraphs of content that's not relevant and not useful for anybody. What have you done? You've written four paragraphs. Who cares? But you don't. You won't know until you write those four paragraphs. Yeah. Maybe it is relevant to somebody. Maybe, Maybe it yeah. is helpful to somebody. And especially if you. And by the way, I'm going to go off a little bit more. And here's some more ideas for content. Common questions yes. that people mm-hmm. ask. Yeah. What kind of headphones are we using in here? That just easy stuff like you, that. Mm-hmm. You have no idea how valuable that is because then then Audio uh, Technica. <laughs> Link the, that into your blog article, Sean. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Audio how do you spell it? Yeah. I don't know. Bend your head down. It's on the headband. On that the was top. ten dollars. You just got paid ten dollars for saying that, didn't yeah. you? Thank you, Audio Technica. <laughs> Audio Technica, Why? Audio Technica. Now when, I made thirty dollars. <laughs> but when you write those Q and A kind of uh, you know, you write a question then you answer it. Uh, there's a thing in Google called people also ask. Mm -hmm. So I ask, you know, how do I mute my phone? People also ask, where is the mute button? Yeah. And those things show up on your Google search results. And it's amazing stuff. And you don't realize you get locked up in your, in your auctions, you get locked up in your listings and and being a real estate agent, being an auctioneer, whatever. There's the information there that can drive people to your office. If you, if, Mm -hmm. and, and it, all you have to do is put it out there on the web. Yeah. Well, Jim, thank you yes, so much. You. Jim is uh, he's in charge of technology here at United Country Real Estate. Jim Nowak, ladies and gentlemen, he's easy to find at the corporate offices of United Country. And uh, I know you need to slip out of here. I so. do, I do. Yeah, uh, but I really appreciate the time, and thank you very much. We yeah, value you. we value your time so much, and please come back. We'd love to have you back in the studio again. Glad to be here. Ever dream of owning a country estate, historic home, or lakefront property? Log on to unitedcountry.com. Would you like to retire to a home built on breathtaking acreage in the mountains? Unitedcountry.com. Ever dream of your own private hunting preserve? unitedcountry.com. Over 30,000 farm, recreational, and lifestyle properties are just a click away, helping people find their American dream for over 90 years. We will help you find yours. Log on now to unitedcountry.com and find your freedom. Thinking about selling a real estate investment, but worried about the taxes you'll have to pay? Property owners just like you have solved their tax issue with a Starker Services 1031 exchange. One call could save you a fortune in taxes. Call Starker Services today at 800-332-1031 or visit online at www.starker.com and keep the tax dollars working for you. Are you looking for heavy equipment but unsure where to start? Then you need to check out AuctionTime.com. Buying great equipment has never been easier than bidding online at AuctionTime.com. What are you waiting for? Online auctions are closing every Wednesday. So register and start bidding today. AuctionTime.com. The way to buy heavy equipment. Crude oil, natural gas, coal. Buying and selling minerals is a breeze when you have the right energy professionals on your team. Mineralmarketing.com is a leading resource for America's mineral owners. Whether you're wanting to lease or sell your mineral rights, Mineral Marketing has you covered. Mineralmarketing.com, the oil and gas marketplace. 
And we're back. Jim had to step out of the studio, but we appreciate uh, him being here. Yes, we do. Jim is a smart guy when it comes to, well, of course, I, I guess everybody, if, if you're a professional, yeah. you get up every day. <laughs> you and know you, what you're doing. You're, yeah, you're good at it. Usually. Start reading articles <laughs> yeah. and following the, you know, the, the news and trends. And I just so can't that. imagine trying to keep track of all that tech and all, you know, all the changes. Like you said, it can change hourly. Yeah. Like nine times a day. That's crazy. And the first thing that happens is everybody starts complaining about, yeah. oh, oh, it not, doesn't work anymore. Yeah, your stuff's broke. Yes. You're not doing anything for me. It's like we're doing everything. But, you know. Yeah. you. But they change the whole game. Yeah. Sorry. They change the rules in the middle of it. <laughs> trying to kick a ball into a moving net, yes. you know, and somebody yeah. just keeps moving it around. Yeah. So it would be, it would be challenging. Mm-hmm. Did you read the article about the Fed? Um, there's a, there's a nice article that came out. Um, actually, who wrote that? I was reading it this morning. Uh, Fortune magazine. Fortune. Uh, the Fed plans to reset the housing market, raising the likelihood of falling home prices. So they're, Yes, uh, there's at least there's some key stats in here that I wanted to talk about just a little bit. So just so we're on the same page, I have not read this article. I assume it's about raising interest rates because they've been talking about that for a while now. They just they just had a significant climb, I think, if I remember right, three quarters of a percent. But yeah, uh, well, no, it looks like. But that, 6% well, no, that from was, 3.2? That was, that was just recently, the okay. last. So okay. they can only raise it so much at a time. Yeah. They, can't, yeah. they can't go out and just hike the, the interest rate up, you know, it's six now points. now 12%. But, percent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, all, all joking aside, I mean, who knows where it ends up, right? Yeah. Um, the question was how fast is it uh, that the interest rate got to where it is? It only took, uh, it only, oh, let's see, where is this at? Here it is. So the 30-year fixed mortgage rate climbed to 6%, mm-hmm. uh, but it was only at 3.2% at the beginning of the year, yeah, yeah. and we're in the seventh month right now. Yeah. So it is um, it is on the rise, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's definitely coming up. A um, couple other key stats that were in this article that I, I thought stood out. Um, ex- the expensive houses, so the median house price and how quickly – that uh, that it got to uh, says it's not just about how expensive housing became, but it's how fast that it got there. It only yeah. took 24 months mm-hmm. for U.S. home prices to soar to a staggering 37 percent. So it, that's a two year. It it grew 37 percent in two years. To put this into perspective, during that that boom and then the bust prior to uh, 2008 mm-hmm. the biggest two-year spike leading in that increase all the way up to 08 was only 29 percent wow yeah in the last two years we have grown over 37 so, percent so it's yeah. it's a lot more significant right now in um, um, appreciation or over appreciation of home prices it's uh <laughs> I think we all see that though in the marketplace. I was you and I were talking just before the show um, that I needed to get off my neighborhood market, my neighborhood Facebook group because uh, they don't realize what kind of houses they live in, <laughs> and that's partially because the housing market right now says they live in better houses than they do. So that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's it's changing. It's funny that you say that. It's changing a lot of people's personalities. Yes, it is. Yeah, you know they were. I mean, 
they had bought into a neighborhood in a $200,000 house that's now worth almost $300,000 yeah. yep. or somewhere just under yes. that. And that's exactly what like, I'm talking oh, yeah, about. And know. now they're all like, well, why can't I get a, yeah. you know. There'll never be another bad day. Why can't I get a mall built next door to me now? And it's like, <laughs> because you live in a $150,000 house, that's why. <laughs> they're not They're not going to build a mall. They're not going to build in your neighborhood. Sorry. Yeah. And if they do, they're not going to build the kind of mall you want yeah. them to build. Yep. Yeah. 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 Going to be a strip center instead. <laughs> it's um, it's it's interesting times. Most people, I think, listening to this will understand that the rise from three point two percent interest at the first of the year, and this is on a thirty year fixed rate mortgage, mm-hmm. has grown to six percent in seven months. So, how does that contribute or detract from the real estate market? And it costs more to. It costs more to borrow money, Mm -hmm. more to own a house. Mm -hmm. So right now, the one of the things that they're tracking um, with the Mortgage Brokers Association, they reported that loan applications are down year over year, sixteen percent. Less people are applying for loans right now, which means less people are are starting to borrow money. Borrowing that's right. right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Less people are applying for home mortgages or buying homes, and that will eventually slow down. But there are a ton of articles out there that support they don't believe that the market is going to have a significant decline in 2022 or it's going to crash in 2022. They think the rest of this year, you know, we're really going to see the implications of this over the next 12 to 24 months. Okay. So in two in in twenty twenty three twenty twenty four okay we can see a significant tightening in the market is what a lot of the analysts are starting to say this year. We'll see a little bit of tightening, but not enough that the average consumer would know that. But, I mean, isn't that the point of raising interest rates is to tighten that belt up a little bit? And to try to quell inflation yeah. right now because mm-hmm. we are so far out of balance, as you feel at the gas pump, mm-hmm. or go to the grocery store, yeah. you know, a gallon of milk, a loaf of bread. I mean, everything yeah. is inflated. Surcharges are starting to be placed or have been placed for a while on fuel cost and all of those items in, in produce and in dairy and all that stuff in a grocery store was trucked in. Trucked in well, and, the trucks yeah. can't afford to deliver it at mm-hmm. the same rate, so they have to charge a surcharge on top of that yeah. for grocery deliveries. And yeah. and that means clothing, Yeah, you know, materials, every, building every materials, yes. mm-hmm. uh, everything, yes. you know, that we that we touch is, is being shipped in here, and it takes fuel to ship that stuff in. So, yeah. 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 Very unfortunate. Yes. Powell says home buyers need a bit of a reset. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just kind of going through this article. I agree. I mean, I don't think my house is worth what I could get for it right now. I honestly don't. And the people that are going out and getting um, refinancing for, for what is worth right now are, are going to be hurting later when they find out they're upside down in their house. That's There's nothing worse than knowing you're upside down in your house. No. No. That's You're just climbing out of the hole, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this this paragraph, and, and I'll just kind of skim through it. Most people know when you talk about inventory, um, inventory is the amount of active listings that yeah. are on the scene. So mm-hmm. how much inventory, how many listings are available at one at any given time? And obviously when the inventory goes down, because our economies are built on supply and demand out there, if they shrink the supply, then demand goes up. There's less houses for people to look at right? to the point that they – can even get in bidding wars, yeah. which is, you know, what's happening right now. You have a house come on the market in less than two days. It's got 10 or 15 offers on it. Yeah. So those are, um, for lack of a better word, those are competitive bids or an, yeah. an auction that's mm-hmm. happening. 
Um, even if it wasn't formalized into an auction event, that it's it, that's still a what's bidding war. Yeah, place. exactly. Yeah. yeah. It says in the housing industry, the total number of active listings referred to as inventory. Since 2014, annual inventory levels have been declining. That was driven partly by shifting household preferences, uh, staying put longer. They're, mm-hmm. they're just not moving as long. Lower levels of home building following the 2008 housing crash. So they stopped building homes for a period of time, and we got this tranche of people that were in a position to build a new home, but they weren't available. And that's why home building's been off the charts lately. That yeah. cheap interest rates and mm-hmm. and... And the onset, uh, onset, onset, and the onset of millennial first-time home buying. So there is a significant amount of people buying their first homes. Yeah, right now we absolutely. went through a population boom, and that population boom is at uh, the age where they've gotten married or in a position to start buying a home. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's clear that Powell hopes the housing cooldown caused by rising mortgage rates uh, rates will help push inventory levels up. I'm having a hard time talking today. It's Friday. It is Friday. At the end of the day. It's you've human. You've been reading out. all week. And I should do you we may should or may do not these have as, Jack Daniels in your cup over there. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I wish. We should uh, we should do these at the beginning of the week where you know we're fresh. <laughs> where we're awake. Yeah, where we're actually not, awake. Not on Monday morning. No, no. <laughs> Tuesday not, afternoon around noonish. Is or Tuesday morning. <laughs> or Wednesday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Not in the morning. Not in not the morning. In the afternoon on a Friday. Somewhere in between there. <laughs> that is no uh, well. Yes. I think the summation of that what we were just talking about. It's uh, we need to. We need to kind of quell this this inflation right now and mm-hmm. get back to even kill. There is a balance that's yeah. out there. Yeah. You do a hard day's work, you get an honest day's pay, and and that's significant enough to, you know, to have uh, some quality of life and mm-hmm. and you know to pay for provisions, put a little bit away, and you know have a little bit of disposable money out of it. And uh, but but sometimes things get out of balance. Yeah. And Absolutely. we are a civilization that w- we we want as much as we can possibly get, plus twenty percent. You're stuck yeah, with more, more, we'll more. even hey, mm-hmm. if I can borrow and have that, I know I can't afford it, but if you'll lend me the money, I'll I'll borrow oh, yeah. it and pay for it. And there's you know, unfortunately, a significant amount of people that live in that world out there, and all of a sudden. There's the predatory side of that that says, I'll absolutely lend you the money. Oh, you know, sure, I'm, sure, absolutely. I'll, I'm I'll in give this you whatever as, you want. As, as long as I can milk it. 60% interest, yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So we we need to get back to even keel and, and kind of clean some of this inflation up. And, and uh, Well, I know we've talked before, and I, for one, am just really happy that we went ahead and refied our house last year. And we're not planning on going anywhere for another five years. Hopefully the market will have sorted itself out by then. But there's just there's nothing to be bought right now. And interest rate rates were almost 6% below what my current interest rate was last year. And I was like, yeah, we need to get on that right now. We need to change the, you know, what we're paying on our mortgage payment every month. Get rid of this high interest. And we did. And... Couldn't be happier right now. <laughs> There's a lot of smart things that, you know, people I think had some foresight that they had the opportunity to do refis and yeah. interest rates mm-hmm. were very uh, affordable. And yeah, that was that was smart money because it's 
you know, it's probably going to take a, a few years for this to, to get back. This yeah. won't happen in mm-hmm. six months or yeah. in a year. It's It took a while to get here. It's going to take a while to clean up from yeah. it. And Absolutely. It was, uh, it was several years after the... Um, you know, the debacle in 2008 and mm-hmm. that huge correction in the market, it was at least four or five years yeah. minimum before things just started to feel right again. Yeah, um, I agree. I yeah. agree. And things started kind of leveling back out where they needed to be and all the dust settled on all the banks and all of that. So, yeah. Very good. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a good show. <laughs> yeah. Jim's always great. We are, I like, I like we, are we are truly winding down right now. It's, <laughs> it, it's we a Friday. Need the, Jim, Jim, yeah. the Jim Daniels is what I just We need the say. Jim Daniels. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Whatever it's the Jim do. Daniels show. <laughs> oh, you met Jim Dandy? I'm, yeah. He's a Jim like Dandy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, thank you for tuning in, and we'll look forward to seeing you next time inside the sale ring. Thank you for joining us for today's show. To access all resources and links mentioned in today's show, head over to www.thesalering.com now. We appreciate your feedback and encourage you to share the show with other industry pros like yourself. Join us next time as we meet you inside The Sale Ring.